You're listening to The New Normal with Lucas Rosenfield. Um, Another thing that has really been happening quite a lot all around the world um, in terms of the Black Lives Matter Matter movement is the removal of statues. So one of the most notable examples of this was the removal of the statue of basically an English slave trader by the name of Edward Colson in Bristol. In quite a powerful and, and really stunning display, protesters toppled the statue and threw it into the river. Um, so I believe it's now sitting in, at the bottom of the harbour in Bristol. Um, and really, I, I think it's it's such a fantastic metaphor um, and symbol of what we're seeing happening in the world. Um, so, look, it's not just the statue of Edward Colston in America. A number of statues of Confederate uh, leaders and generals have been removed. So the Confederacy was basically the southern states in America that seceded uh, from the United States of America, um, basically declared their independence because they wanted to own slaves. And some people say, oh, it was about states' rights. Um, it was about states' rights to own slaves, basically. So, uh, yeah, a lot of these statues in southern states, and look, it's not just in southern states, all over America they have these statues, but a lot of them are getting removed. And what's also interesting about these statues in particular is that most of them weren't erected like directly after the Civil War in the 1860s and 70s. Most of them were erected, I believe it's around the 1910s to 1920s. Um, 1910s? don't know if that's quite a good way to describe that time period. Um, but basically during the height of the Jim Crow uh, era in the South, where they had these extremely... Uh, racist and uh, segregationist laws in the southern states so these statues were erected during that time and then again uh, in the late 50s and early 1960s at the height of the civil rights movement uh, which was obviously led by Martin Luther King as well as a bunch of other uh, African-American leaders so you know these statues weren't erected uh, directly after the civil war to sort of honor the fallen Um, they were a lot of them were erected as a sort of like a screw you to the civil rights movement. Um, and I mean, look, these statues obviously re- represent uh, pretty reprehensible people, um, slave owners, etc. So, look, we, we shouldn't be honoring these people. And I think it's perfectly possible to not have a statue of them uh, on display in public and still recognize that they are a part of history. And removing a statue is not removing history. Uh, People weren't complaining about uh, statues of dictators such as Saddam Hussein when they were removed in uh, Iraq, or Nazi statues, you know. Uh, We still know about the Nazis, we just don't have statues of them in display in public, and that's fine. And we need to understand that you can still learn about something without having to look at a statue that is, uh, you know, honoring that person and proclaiming them to be a good person uh, in the middle of public. Put it in a museum or destroy it, you know. there We don't need to be honoring these people anymore. And there are a few issues where it becomes more complicated. So one of these is Winston Churchill. So 
Winston Churchill was a racist. Look, there's no denying it, and he was responsible for the deaths of millions of uh, Indians um, when basically he just created a famine there, and millions of Indians died. So, look, he also, you know, had some terrible, terrible aspects to him. Uh, Unexcusable thing. Inexcusable, I think it is. Inexcusable things uh, and aspects about him. But at the same time, he, you know, was the Prime Minister of England during World War II and fought against the Nazis. But, you know, we, we can recognize that, he, you know, he had, he had a good role to play in terms of that, but that he was also a white supremacist and racist. And it's really difficult to think about uh, whether, you know, we should still have a statue of him up. Or obviously, by we, I mean sort of the world, but but they have one up in London just by the Houses of Parliament. Um, so look, for a lot of British people, I'm sure he is a hero. But at the same time, you know, we have all these terrible, terrible aspects to him. And the reality is these terrible aspects are almost never explored. Um, often when we look at historical figures, they become whitewashed and we only see the good aspects to them. But in reality, a lot of these people were terrible people. Really terrible, terrible people. And Winston Churchill, I think, was one of them. Um, so look, should the Winston Churchill statue remain up? To be honest, I, I actually, I, I don't know. Um, I, I do think at the very, very least, people, not just in the UK, but around the world, need to be educated more about uh, a country's uh, proclaimed heroes and historical figures and understand how these people were extremely, extremely flawed. And we can't paint historical figures as these sort of magical superheroes. Um, you know, we, we need to look at them on the whole and we need to explore the good aspects to them and the bad aspects to them. Uh, so, look, th- there is definitely a lot of nuance when it comes to some of these uh, statues. But ultimately, a statue is there to honor someone and... We really need to think about the people that we are honoring in public. And from a South African perspective, you know, in Cape Town, we still have the statue of Louis Boerter. Louis Boerter, I believe, was prime minister in the Native Land Act of, I think, 1913 it was signed into law. Um, You know, he was the prime minister who oversaw that. And that Land Act is one of the most horrendous pieces of our history, dispossessing uh, millions of people of their right to own land. And we're still dealing with that today. That's why. We see uh, so many white farmers, you know, where we really haven't managed to transform that much in terms of land in South Africa. And so much of that is linked directly back to this land act that he oversaw. He was prime minister when it happened. Um, So, yeah, you know, should we be having a statue of this guy outside our parliament? I personally don't think so. I think we have plenty of other figures that we can put there. Do I think it should be Nelson Mandela? Probably not. I think he already has a statue inside Parliament. So, you know, I I think also as South Africans, we need to take a look at more historical figures, part of the anti-apartheid struggle that weren't necessarily Nelson Mandela. And we should be taking a look at them more than we are now, because so much of what we learn is all about Nelson Mandela. And undoubtedly, he was a fantastic man and is largely responsible uh, for you know, negotiating a peaceful end to apartheid and to bringing about a multiracial democracy that we have in South Africa. 
So look, Nelson Mandela, obviously a South African hero, but you know we sh- we should also be looking at some of the other people who were uh, also instrumental in bringing about an end to apartheid. So I, I think that would also be super interesting to take a look at who could possibly uh, stand outside Parliament um, instead. I believe there's a statue of Jan van Riebeck in the centre of town as well. Should he still be there? Personally, I don't think so. Sure, he, you know he played an important part in our history. Uh, first white uh, uh, settler, really, um, you know, established the the Cape Colony. But look, guys, the Dutch East India Company. I mean, let's not even get into that. But terrible, terrible stuff. And again, should this be a person that we're honouring? I don't think so. Um, and often, again, the history around Jan van Riebeek is very whitewashed. You know. We treat him as some sort of like hero, yeah, established Cape Town, the Cape Colony. In reality, terrible person. Um, and look, obviously, different times then, but you still had people then who weren't necessarily racists or weren't necessarily mass murderers or genocide committers. So it's it's not it's not really an excuse to be honest. Um, so look difficult conversations for a lot of people to have but i think we're definitely moving in the right direction so obviously we saw the roads must fall movement in south africa and there was so much opposition to that people saying oh you can't it's a part of our history oh no you taking away our history ultimately roads fell they took the statue away and it looks like they're going to be doing the same in oxford now uh, which is fantastic the one college there i believe it's oriel college i think that's the correct name I believe they voted to remove it. So, look, hopefully that happens as well. And it's vindication for a lot of those roads must fall activists, I think, who were really shunned by a lot of people and people saying they're they're ridiculous, like radicals. But right now we've gotten into a position where that's the mainstream sort of way of thinking, it seems. And really that is, again, nothing but a positive. And it's important that we have more and more of these conversations around statues and who we honour. And we need to understand when you study historical figures that, yeah, most of them were like terrible people, actually, and incredibly flawed. So, look, we need to understand that more about historical figures. And we need to definitely take a hard look at some of these statues. But it's so, so positive and encouraging to see how we seem to be moving in the right direction when it comes to this. But but make no mistake, the statues are just a symbol. Uh what they represent is still very much present. Um, we still see we still see systemic racism. Getting rid of a statue isn't going to help with that, really. You know, it, it's just a symbol, and people are often happy to concede on a symbol. Say, okay, no, we'll you know we take away the statue, but when it comes to actually changing the system, they're not so keen on that idea. So, look, it's it's only the beginning of the process, but definitely a step in the right direction and so encouraging to see how more and more people are coming around to this way of thinking.